It's the only time you get to talk. <laughs> right, okay, so I've just clicked record, right, to do the, <laughs> the introduction. The first thing that comes out of your fat, annoying ginger mouth, and I'm going to go there, Mike, is it's the only time I get to talk. It's the only time you get to talk. And now I've realised I've stepped them over the mark and I've called you fat and ginger, and I'm sorry because you're my friend. However, I would like you're to welcome... You're ginger friend. Yes. I would like to welcome everyone listening. To, welcome to the show. This is Reptile and Chill. I am the Mullungar Heifer of the podcast, Hoss. We're, well, we're, we've got the Danny Wells with us, and Mike's actually turned up this week as well, so um, it's a full house. What a do! Wow, after that abuse, I'm off. <laughs> yeah, don't blame me. Good. That's a fiver. Fiver for offending. No, we, um, we, can't, we can't do that at the moment. I think we can. Okay, so... Um, I've spoke to the uh, producer, and because of the corona outbreak at the moment, out of respect for the whole situation, we're not going to do my feature this week. Oh, oh, um, Phelps. Yeah? What do you reckon? Sack the producer? Well, do you know what I reckon? In the time of crisis, when everybody's at home, sort of like stressing out, the first yeah. thing they need is some light entertainment. Oh, and the, that thing, is the, be... the thing is, right, the Off thing is... Fumble right, of the week. No, the thing is, people have been touching the book, and I've got no disinfectant, so I can't touch the book. So what I'll do, mate, um, if you're that concerned... Can't touch my phone either. WhatsApp. <laughs> I'm gonna WhatsApp. I'm gonna email because you're actually looking at your computer. So can't can't no, no, can't do that either. It's been okay. set up like this since last week. Voice recognition. No. Uh, 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 oh, 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 I got you there. And I, not, no, I have. I've got Siri on my Mac. Alexa, oh. open Hoss's emails. <laughs> <laughs> Get your speaking spell out, Hoss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we're gonna get we're gonna do this, mate. We we'll get through it together. We're going straight in, are we? Straight in. We're not even gonna talk about anything just first. Dry, wow. just dry as fuck. Like, can you uh, at least like warm me up first? Like, give oh me my a full, good grief! Give, give me the full erection, not just the semi. Gosh, do people even know what they're listening to? Probably. This is reptile and chill, by the way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't I even. I haven't even got the book. Wait, okay. No, hang on. Fuck the book. Hoss, well, whilst the book. Danny does the book, oh. do you what? Would you like to do um, sort of like your usual spiel on, you know, our merchandise well, and allowed, where the people can find us? I'm, I'm, yes, right, I will okay. allow you. Thank, thank you, Dad. Right. So, You're if welcome. you want to help support our podcast, then please head on over to reptileandchill.com and you can look at our lovely hoodies and t-shirts for sale. However, because of the current Corona outbreak. If you order a T-shirt, I don't know when it's going to turn up because I haven't spoke to the company yet. But I will find that information out, and I will update the website. But I think T-shirts are okay. I think they're coming from the UK. Some of the other merchandise that's coming from further afield that might be a little bit slower. Yes, um, but it will get to you, um, and we will sort it. If you want to follow us on social media, we are on Facebook, we're on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at the handle of Reptile and Chill. Do you like my new radio voices, Pat? It's quite good, isn't it? I like it. Oh, yes. Um, okay, if you can just change your accent, that'd be even better. Could you uh, change your approach to hurting my feelings as well? <laughs> um, wow. Also as well, at the moment, everything's gone to shit. Everyone's panicking. We just want to urge you not to not to do that. And if you do need someone to talk to, then a really good place to do that is on our community group, which is Reptile and Chill Community Group on Facebook. 
people are really getting together. There's a lot of people talking about mental health issues regarding the corona outbreak and other bits and pieces. So get involved, be a part of it. We are also going to be putting on more content. We're going to be doing a Corona and Chill series, a bit of a special, where we're going to be talking to people about what they're getting on whilst they're in isolation, showing off some animals, um, a bit be more, more kid friendly. Yeah, yes, that that's the main thing because we f and blind and uh, yeah, we, we we're awful. Um, so if it says Corona and chill, that is PG friendly, or at least we are going to try and make it as PG friendly as possible until Danny Wells fucks up, basically, <laughs> which is highly likely. Yes, um, I tell you what is worth saying, guys. Um, we are recording this Sunday, the 22nd of March. So it's important for people to know that because by the time this goes out, it could be, I think it's going to be... Uh, second week old, in April. Yeah, second week in April. So whatever we talk about tonight, when you're listening to it, things could have changed dramatically oh, in, in, in that, in that is, time. This is going to be quite interesting, actually, because my perspective of the situation... A week ago or two weeks ago is totally different now. Now to actually have this documented and recorded in two weeks, I'm going to be like, you know what? Everyone was right, Hoss. You are a fucking idiot. Language? (laughs) Well, we know that. We know that anyway. What, that I'm an an idiot? Yes. Thanks. But, you know, it is worth talking about at the moment. We are not in lockdown at this moment in the UK, certain parts of America have been locked down. Italy's locked down. Uh, France is locked down. Spain is. Uh, Italy seems to be having um, the, the the worst of it at the moment. I think they've just gone above, sort of like China. In China are on the reverse of lockdown, and they're starting to open back up, aren't they? They they are. Yes. Slow, yeah. Slowly, I heard. Yeah. It's unusual that they are. With they've got so many people in their country, I am surprised on how quickly it developed, and then all of a sudden, how quickly it stopped. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Um, there's some conspiracy theories out there saying have they done something on purpose to because of the they've just signed up with a trade agreement with America and whether they didn't like it, and all of a sudden this virus has come out, all the markets are crashing. Could China be buying into certain things, uh, you know, whilst the 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 the, um, the markets are so low? I don't know. You know, if, if that was to happen or was ever to get found out, it really wouldn't be worth a war, of course. Imagine. Mm. Yeah, well, lots of people do lots of different silly things um, for greed and money and power, as we as we've experienced over like, the years. Like start podcasts and breed raw pythons. yeah but anyway you know it's important to say you know stay safe listen to the guidelines that the government are giving us at the moment at the moment they're saying you know social distancing is really important and they haven't put us on lockdown one piece of advice that i think mike especially needs to listen to is it doesn't matter how attractive or how attractive you are who the hell was that oh Oh, as the guest, not put her. <laughs> what is wrong with the guest? She's even lately? laughing. I'll tell you what. Disrespect. Can I just, the guest? 
They oh just can't. God. They can't help themselves. They just want to be involved, don't they? They cannot help right themselves. Right from the start. Attention-seeking man. Yeah. No one can see that mute button on the anyway, screen. Anyway, no, no, we're giving her more attention. This is exactly what she wants. Stop. Right, so <laughs> is my... it is it female? Is the guest female tonight? Well, I hope she is. She looks like a female. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Phelps, Phelps, his little gimb- gimbly ears just pricked up. <laughs> um, <laughs> right, so, Mike, you need to listen to this. It doesn't matter how attracted you are to the other man, how good-looking he is or how his hair swoops in the wind. You can't kiss him. Um, Here's a Wikipedia result. What? No, I'm going off. <laughs> that was not me this time. <laughs> who, who's, who's Wikipedia? What is she on about? Who is oh, she? <laughs> hey, Google, shut the hell up. <laughs> Has anyone ever tried to get Alexis to play our podcast? No. No. I did. She just goes, shit. uh, but yeah stay safe wash your hands um don't panic by think of other people look after yourselves and um and reptile and chill Mm. or or corona and chill yeah just try and abide by the by the, the the guidance they're giving us because although they're saying they haven't shut everything and put us on lockdown yet they're basically going do as you're told Otherwise, we will do. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna put something on the line right here, and this includes the guest Emma. Yeah, yeah right. This includes you. If we're if we're not in lockdown by this time next week, all right, I'll buy all of you a pint at the next Doncaster. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think it's worth it. I, I think we'll be in lockdown by Tuesday. Do you yeah. think Tuesday? Yeah. Well, I originally said Monday. I, I, I honestly thought it was this Friday. But um, mm. I, we, we was half right, I suppose. Um, but yeah. Anyway, let's get on to my feature. Should we get the guest on first, introduce the guest, then do my feature? Oh, uh, guest, she can pick one. You, you give this lovely guest a big introduction, Hoss, because it's what you do best. I, I think Danny yeah. should do it. He's been very quiet. Oh fuck you know, mate. That's, <laughs> not, that, that's not how it's got to fucking go, is it? <gasps> <No>. <laughs> mate, Hoss, you do it. What is that? Was mean? that was that Alfie don't Solomon? Don't fight over it, guys. Don't fight over it. Did you did you just hear <laughs> Alfie Solomon then? Because that's exactly what I saw. Oh, I heard. No, Alfie Solomon, Peaky Blinders. No, See, like, I'm, I'm really tempted to introduce the guest as Mickey Mouse, but I don't think I can contain myself enough to do it. <laughs> Please do. Haas, Haas, Please can do. I ask can I ask a question? Go on then. Have you learnt how to do the Mickey Mouse accent this week? Uh I haven't learnt it yet, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, have you tried to do it this week for the first time? Uh no, it's what I do on my own when I'm bored. Why <laughs> have I heard it sixty times worried? in the last hour? Right? <laughs> and I've never heard it before in my life from you. Because, because I thought you was a grown ass adult and you didn't like Mickey Mouse. Yeah. Okay. Right, okay then, kids. So we got the amazing Emma Lola on our show, and she's going to be talking about things, all about reptiles, and amazing. And did I say she's Irish? Wow, that's good. That's 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 okay. I don't know what to do with myself right now. <laughs> 
I don't know whether I want to be part of this podcast anymore. Same. I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I agree. I'm with you. How how the guest has not hung up yet? I I just I don't know. So I'm in too, I'm too much shock right now, really. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not surprised. We say Hoss does some tragic things, and they just get better and better each week. More and more tragic. <laughs> you know what? I've, when someone's got, got, quiet, when someone's got a passion, even if they're not very good, <laughs> right, you're supposed to support no. them. No, we should not fill them with false hope. <laughs> okay, Minnie Mouse? I mean, Mickey Mouse? <laughs> I don't know what's going on with me today. Honest to God, like, this, this morning I woke up and I was in such a sullen shit mood. And then it got to about half five, six o'clock, and I don't know who's injected me with what, but God, where do you get it from? Like it's just come, it's just come out of nowhere. It's great. <laughs> so, anyways, Emma, it's welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. There. Hello. 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 So, would nice. you like to tell us? Because I ain't got a, I ain't got a clue. Who are you, <gasps> and what do you do? Um. So, I mean, you've already introduced me. I'm Emma. I am Irish, since apparently that actually matters. Uh, but no, I, li- I live over here in the UK now. have done for three years. Uh, I moved over to start a job as a reptile zookeeper. Okay, so my first question mm-hmm. is, uh, yes. what's wetter, Ireland or England? Ireland. It is, isn't it? But then again, I'm down in the sunny south. So, you know, I don't know what it's like the rest of the country. Yeah, it's a little bit nicer down on the south coast, yeah. but but Ireland gets a hell of a lot of rain. It does. It definitely does. Hundred percent. A hundred percent. Um, you said that you've come over to the UK. Um, did you go straight into that job? And that is that why you come straight over? That's here? why. Yeah, that's why. That's why I moved over. Yeah, yeah, specifically for that job. Uh, yeah. So I work in a special college. Um, I wanted to work, obviously, with reptiles. You know, I've been into reptiles for 14, 15 years now, keeping them. Um, but more importantly, it was the education side of things. Yeah. Um, so I get the best of both worlds. Uh, so I have students for half the day, and I basically they act as my volunteers. So I get them basically do the work that I'd be doing. Um, and then the other <laughs> half of the day, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so the other half of the day, then I do all the work that either they're not allowed to do or they haven't finished doing, uh, things like that. So, so at the college, what would the students be 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 studying um, that, that um, they come into the lessons? So we've got um, so the, the kind of le- lessons, or do you mean like the actual course names? Because they do animal management uh, okay. they, as as um, kind of like up to the A level equivalent, and then they, there's a degree as there's degrees as well for things like conservation, uh, zoo biology. Um, other things as well there's there's going to be a lot of uh wildlife rehabilitation in the future uh yeah. we're actually expanding so we're going to get things like a hydrotherapy pool um we're extending the zoo itself as well so we're getting a new tropical house a native species house uh, a companion mammal building that are going to be separated off from the zoo now um yes yeah, so, so we're we're expanding that's cool mike did you hear the little ding in Danny's head down. They're expanding the zoo. Oh, can I have a job? (laughs) (laughs) It's a a long way away. Um, But the ding was more for, or they're getting a new um, big hydrotherapy pool. 
So it'd be somewhere no, for um, come host, on, host no. to swim yeah, around. Not, no, <laughs> you, you thought it. You just tried <laughs> Wanker. <laughs> you, it was good, though. You know that what? was good, Danny. That he, was good, mate. He, he changed his mind, though, because at first he was like, oh, hydrotherapy pool. I could go in that. And gone, no, I can't even reach the fucking ladders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would sink. <laughs> guys I have to say something that's been playing on my mind for for a good minute and a half now what the fuck we've missed Hoss's feature (gasps) oh my word the reason Hoss is so excited is because he thought he'd got away with it you know we haven't even done. We haven't even done any of our features. Gosh, no, Emma. Guys, Emma came in, guys, and Hoss was like, "Yeah, they're, they're going to forget about my feature." What are you brilliant. guys been smoking, guys? We've already done it. Nah. Did you guys pass out? Nope. nope. Yeah, not haven't done. Nah, not nah, nah, Emma, Emma, darling, mm-hmm. sweet, sweetie, you seem like a really rational person. Um, mm-hmm. It's affecting my mental health. I don't like doing it. These guys <laughs> are forcing me against my will. Help me. Mm-hmm. Oh. What what do you ex- basically all you need to do is say a page number between one and <laughs> six hundred. Then I have to read out the binomial name and I butcher it every week and I'm not very clever and they take the mick out of me. And ninety nine percent of the time, um, and, oh, the common and, name he butchers as well. And, and, 90, <laughs> and, and if if you are going to say man up pass, ninety nine is a great number. Uh, no, no we're going to go for sixty three. Sixty three. Yeah. And gone. Oh. Oh, we're in the uh, guests again. <laughs> God, you get a guest on. You oh, think that's gonna, a good one. I like that. You think you're going to so, get a good guest on? That's going to have your back. And I, so, Emma, just just so you're aware, we're yeah. using uh, Mark O'Shea's book, uh, "The Book of Snakes: A Life Size <gasps> Guide I know, I to Six Hundred Species." Are you? Are you always getting paid? I've got one as well, so I'm going to find out what it is. Emma's are you guys? Are you guys getting commissioned <coughs> for this fucking yeah. doc? Yeah, like, well, I bloody hope so. So you're getting yeah. paid and you get to see me miserable? Yeah. You bastards. Oh, she's picked a corker here. Because, because of the first letter. Because of the first... You said number 63. 63. Right, here we go. No. Oh, that, oh, good one. That's a good one. Oh. It is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Hoss. Right, well, it's a silent X, surely. And Naughty Falafis Grandidiri. Please say the first one again. And not Tylophis. Tylophis. Oh, yeah, that is is bang on, that is. That is absolutely bang on. Is it? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, because the X should be Z. Yeah, you turn it into yes. a Z. Turn it oh. into a Z. See, now, when I said, is it silent? Surely you could be like a friend and fucking tell me that to begin with. <laughs> no, why oh. would you do that? <laughs> right, so it's the Grand Didiris Madagasi blind snake. It is between nine and ten inches in length. It's from Madagascar, the northern part of Madagascar. Um, it probably eats soft-bodied invertebrates. Probably. Um, we don't Only know. Probably. We don't it's know. It's a really we... pretty earthworm. It looks kind of like a Cecilian, doesn't it? Yeah. To be honest, it looks like a strawberry yeah. lice. It does a little bit, doesn't it? 
Or something that you shouldn't have in your stool. Oh my god, that's the actual size. It's mm. tiny. Teeny weeny. Wow, nine and a half to ten and a half inches is quite big to some women. <laughs> oh my god we've gone there already and i was supposed to be, well, to be fair I expect you got sooner, so you've done well <laughs> oh, right okay anyone want to hit me up with another number before yes I fucking hang up so badly page 437 why is it always up at the opposite side of the book we have it's a really fit snake Four, as well 400 and what uh, 37. Yes. Did you just call this snake fit? I did. Fit. And I fit. pointed at it as well. Fit. As in as in fit attractive or fit, fit. looks. So Tropi Domphis, Multi Chalitus. Multi's 400 and what? 37. Oh, yeah. 37, yeah. Tropi Dunophis. Tropi Dunophis. <laughs> multi. <laughs> Multi's cute alatus. There we go. Well done. I've done it. All in one. Yeah. Totally. Uh... <laughs> Tell us a bit about it, Hoss. Well, it's the long-tailed killback. It it's is. from New Guinea. It's between 31 and 37 inches. It likes to eat frogs and fish, which I think makes Danny Wells part of the daily diet as well. Um yep. Its habitat is shallow forest rivers, savannah creeks, forest and plantations. Um, it's non-venomous. Um, can you can you read out the paragraph at the bottom saying related species? Uh, <laughs> could you read out the text message when I told you to go fuck yourself? <gasps> oh, that's disgraceful behaviour. Uh, oh, that is so offensive. Fiber. I tell you what, I tell you what. He's I'll on make, a tenner now. I'll make you guys a deal. I'll do one more today. That means I can only do one next show. No, no. Hell no. How about you do one that more works. today and you do three the next show? How about I won't turn up? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm literally going to close my eyes and just zoom through the pages. Go. Stop. Okay, that's not too bad. It's at 428. Which one was worse out of the two? <laughs> yeah, I actually was going to go for 429, then looked across and I thought that one's a little bit... That one's a bit worse. So if you can't say that, horse, you're sacked. Thumbnosis... Elegans. You're sacked. Elegan. <laughs> Get him off. <laughs> Thamb- but th- thamnosis is right, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Hoss, have you ever considered getting a different hobby? You know what, after meeting you two, two fucking <laughs> angels, yeah, I have. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't blame you. Like, I don't know, Mickey Mouse, people doing Mickey Mouse impressions. impressions? <laughs> 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 Right, okay, so this is the Western Terrestrial... No, I'm not even doing it. It's the Western Good. Terrestrial Garter Snake. It is between 15 and 35 inches. That's a big fucking difference. Um, it eats fish, slugs, leeches, earthworms, frogs, salamanders, lizards, small mammals and birds. Basically, this snake is useless because it eats everything apart from centipedes. <laughs> don't like centipedes, do you, mate? No, That's one of my phobias. Oh, ah. you, you and Hoss are right, exactly okay. the so same. So I wouldn't, it. I wouldn't harm any animal. 
and I would take any animal in if it needed help. However, the self-control it takes to not set fire to a centipede is so hard. Like, oh, they're, they're dirty bastards, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a terrible thing to I say. Love no, no, I wouldn't do it, but it takes a lot. From... No, 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 no. Yeah, no, I, I run, I run away. That's, yeah, <laughs> oh, I definitely, definitely wouldn't hire it. Okay. But I run away. Okay, so you got guys. You know how big I am. I fucking fly away. That's how much I don't like them. <laughs> right, and on that note. The book's closed. I'm done. <laughs> it's gone. <laughs> and do you know what? My, my feature this week, where I usually talk about the news, we've spoke loads about what's happening at this moment. But what I would like to do is speak to Emma about <laughs> about coronavirus, and and obviously you work at a college. Yeah. How and and I'm actually being serious for once. <laughs> um, how that has affected you and the college now? Just, because um, I take it. Everybody's been told now that they they can't come into college. Yeah, and just just before you start answering this question, Mike, why didn't you start being sensible at the start of the podcast? Then I wouldn't have to go through the ordeal of the humiliation of my feature. I like that feature. Hi. That's a good feature. I enjoy Hi. that. It's it's. I know it's bad. For, it's bad for your mental health, but it's really good for mine and Danny's. So there's two <laughs> versus one. Oh God! I wish I had hair to pull out. <laughs> right, Emma, you um, may answer his question. I'm going for a coffee. Bye. I've got to remember his question now. Oh, Sorry, what, I, what, what I was saying pregnant. now, Emma. Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously, coronavirus is really sort of like starting to have an impact in the UK now. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. and, and obviously, schools, colleges, universities have, have all shut as of sort of like last week. Yeah, um, yeah, Friday was their last day. How's that now going to affect you with regards to work? Are you still going in to look after the animals? Uh, has everybody left the college now? Yeah, so um, the way it's so we closed on Friday, but we've actually been preparing for this eventuality for a couple of weeks now. Um, yeah. So it wasn't quite a shock when it happened. Uh, so all week, lecturers were being prepared uh, how to use things like Zoom uh, to carry out their lectures at home. Um, so... Yeah, a lot of staff are working from home. Um, I happen to live on site. And obviously because the, the animals are my number one priority, uh, we obviously still have to go into work. Um, we just won't yeah. have students, uh, which means we don't have... Um, yeah, all the lectures, they'll, they'll still be doing theirs, but obviously there's no students to come down to, to our section to actually do the practical work. So usually students would have something like three or four days of lectures and they'll spend one day a week down on the section. Okay. Yeah. Um, they work. They, they'll be. They'll spend like three weeks on each each section. You know, so they'll spend three weeks on amphibians, uh, three weeks on snakes and lizards, and three weeks on exotic mammals. Through you know, and they spend to spend the year, but one one day a week. So we won't have them anymore because obviously they can't do that side of things. And now you're uh, going to have to do all them horrible jobs yourself that you usually get the students to do. Y- yeah, I, but I, I, I volunteered anyway. I quite enjoy it. <laughs> Um, I actually get we get the work done a lot faster than students because we know exactly what we're doing. Yeah. Um, well, with the students, they, they spend so little time. It's only like it's one day a week for for three weeks. You know, they're only starting to get to know the animals. You know, and then they're moving on section. Yeah. So, and each section has their own the, a way of doing things. Um, so, they're a lot lot slower. Now it is fun getting all the different questions and stuff like that. Uh, but it just means that when we get things done a lot quicker ourselves we'll have a lot more time to to do 
other things like um, doing up enclosures, building enclosures, things like that. We have a lot more time to dedicate to it. Um, so we should start uh, being able to do a lot more things that way. So, yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, it's going to miss the, the education side of things, though, for a while. But, yeah, yeah. It, it, won't, yeah it won't be dull anyway and it won't be boring. Is that is that what you you enjoy doing that that type of thing like building the enclosures and different enclosures things like that? I'm actually quite shit at uh, building enclosures. <laughs> to be honest, um, I'm, I'm quite I'm quite lucky. So there's there's two other guys on my on on the reptile department on the reptile section, uh, and they're quite good at building uh, enclosures. Quite good at um, even setting up enclosures as well, let alone just building things. Um, so they're quite good at that. So I tend to. To leave them to that i'm more good at the organizational side of things yeah um, so all the paperwork that we need to do all the records that we need to keep for animals um i do a lot of the veterinary work uh keeping track of medicines and um who gets what and things like that uh so i do a lot of that as well um and, uh, and do you do the actual hands-on teaching of the students when they come in um i so my thing is all right so they spend a whole day on, on our section and yeah. they have four classes in that whole day. Two of those are the practical husbandry sessions, uh, which would be with myself, uh, where they're yeah. actually doing the, the cleaning out and stuff. And then the other two classes that they have are handling and learning about the animals, like the practical side of things, like handling, restraint, um, all that kind of thing. Um, so I don't tend to get to do that. However, I, I do kind of have a part-time role that I um, cover. I can do the cover for that so if some if the other guy is sick yeah i can jump in and do that and get paid extra for that so i do get a little bit of that as well from time to time so it's quite Fantastic. fun um i enjoy the the training uh, i i tend to do a lot with the inverts i do all the invert enclosures that i will do um I'm better with smaller enclosures than bigger enclosures okay so um, but yeah it's it's quite good so we now we know what you do yeah what, what animals do you actually work with Oh, God. Do you want me to list them all? Um, <laughs> wow. Just, okay. just give us a general just, view. It's just the scary ones like, that like make you... your job hard work. Say again? Just the scary ones that make your job hard work. When you're, when you're, when you're showing that... people how to handle things. Oh, none of them are scary. Oh. So, so we, we can um, confirm there's no sense so we, we, have, we have quite a So we have quite a range of, of reptiles and invertebrates and amphibians. Um, so... When they first come onto the section and they're only just learning, we have the basics like your bearded dragons, your corn snakes, things like that, uh, your royal pythons. Then they, oh. as they go on through the years, obviously you want a bit more of a challenge, you know, so mm -hmm. they, they get more fidgety species. Um, so then we'd have, you know, bigger snakes like uh, the uh, hog island boas, for example. They're quite a sturdy, strong snake. You know, they're not as simple as the royal pythons. Um, move around a lot. We have sailfin uh, dragons. Uh, rough neck monitor, uh, mm. crocodiles. Or, well, I say crocodiles. We have one crocodile. Um, yeah, so get, we have some venomous snakes as well, venomous lizards. So yeah, zesty. Wow, yeah, that's so amazing. Yeah, um, some some of my favourites. Then um, I quite love the prehensile tail skinks. They're absolutely amazing. Uh, um, monkey, monkey, monkey monkey tails. tails. Yes, mm. yeah, that's yeah, that's another name for them. That's probably common names, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're absolutely amazing. We have we have a pair, and they have their little baby in there as well. Um, 
it's absolutely amazing and for anybody who doesn't know what they are so you guys all know what they are but um for any listeners that don't they're one of the few reptiles that actually form like a, a family bond mm-hmm. and actually stick together for life they pair for life no way um, i didn't yeah. know that i oh, didn't did you know not know that. That. no yeah. single box isn't it yeah um so the female and the male they'll they'll, they'll form a little territory together and they will fiercely defend that territory Mm-hmm. Right. That's even cool. even the male will defend. Now they, they're a little bit calm at the moment, but when she is pregnant, she will. Uh, he will get worse. He'll really chase you if you even enter the tank. You know. That's amazing. So you kind of know something's up when that happens. And then for about the first year after the baby's born as well, before they start settling down a bit. So they're they're calm now at the moment because the baby's a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they they protect the baby um, for for quite some time, and the, the mother she gives, she gives live birth, mm-hmm. um, and it's the the size of the baby is equivalent of a human giving birth to a six month old baby. Wow, we, we, we I'm sure we spoke about this before with uh, we did because they because they're very 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 similar to the shinglebacks. Yes, so it was um you know that that dude we had on. With the, uh, shit, with the lumps of oh, I can't remember who he was. No, you know, I, I'm not even going to bring his name up because he'll get a big head. No, yeah. yeah, I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. the one he that those, got, he he got, he got the he got the live show banned did, from Facebook. That's yeah. it. Yeah, 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 yeah that yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That guy. basically, yeah. he put these like brown blue tongue skink things on that resembled looking like turds. <laughs> Facebook <laughs> thought it was a turd and it got blocked. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. True Brilliant. story. Uh-huh. Honest. True wasn't story. Wasn't, wasn't, wasn't the crazy yeah. German Dutch people at all? No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so Emma, obviously, um, animals that you that, that you use at the college and that you've got at the college, yeah. obviously, by the sound of it, they do breed. Do you have specific breeding projects going on at the college, or is it a fact, or is it just sort of like you know these animals are paired and and you just let them do what? What, what they do naturally yeah so um yeah a lot of the animals yeah we might have a, a pair of um but we generally try and control control it so we have the corn snakes they're they're breeding you know we have to be careful what we breed we're not going to breed yes. snakes we're a, we're a zoo at the end of the day we don't really want to be selling them off yeah um, and every other zoo has them you know so it's not really a sought off animal so mm. we destroy the eggs yeah. So we, we let them breed, they, you know, because it's good. You know, you can teach students how to, you know, what 100%. they look like and stuff like that. Um, it lets the animals have their natural biology as well. A lot of people, but yeah, we, we, people we, will destroy, we will destroy the eggs. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, other, others like, um, who else do we have? We have the self and dragons. Um, okay. male, the males are highly sought after, but you can't tell the sex until they're about a year old anyway. Um, but nowhere really those actually belong to to one of the guys that works there so he he could sell the babies if he wanted to but even he's he's very responsible with how he does it so he's not going to breed them every single year yeah. or well I, I mean they breed but we don't incubate the eggs every single year because not everybody has the space needed for them mm-hmm. um, and they're high priced animal most people just want males and also we don't want to overrepresent like if every sale from dragon happened to come from this trio that we have in the country, you know, it's not not so good. So every two or three years, he'll incubate like maybe two of the eggs or something like that. So yeah. try to keep it a bit more responsible. Yeah, yeah. 
And I suppose then, again, for educational purposes, you know, you'll want to do a little bit of that just so that you can teach the students of, you know, what happens, how you do the incubation, um, sort of like aftercare once they're born, things like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so we, we do have some baby bull snakes at the moment and baby children's pythons, uh, but it's been a what? couple of years. Since oh, whoa, 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 whoa. <sighs> what? Can't, mate. Clusters are zoo. Oh, Can't no, have them. But, no, but like, I can be like... You've just allowed me to come in, take photos, and just leave them on the side, and accidentally, accidentally. on purpose, put them in my pocket. <laughs> what, the children's pythons or the bull snake? Ah, the children's pythons. children's pythons. I've got enclosures I'll, ta- I'll take the bull snakes. Nah, fuck the bull snakes. <laughs> you like them, the don't you, Danny, the bull yeah, snakes? Yeah, you can keep the children's. Yeah, yeah, so I've, I've found someone who's <laughs> just had eggs. I've now just got to wait. Mm-hmm. And I don't Who? like waiting. Who is it? It's person. Oh, okay. Um, Can't mention his name. Her name. To, to, to be her. to be honest, I I stumbled across him on a whim. Um, I was looking at some banded um some banded pygmies photo. Clicked on his profile mm-hmm. and I literally just saw that that literally that day he got children python's eggs. So I was like, ooh, add as a friend. I, I know somebody who has children's python's eggs as well. Ah, oh, you see, you need to talk to Emma. Guy, guy up she's going to beat you. I don't know where he's from. Um, mm-hmm. I will get initials. Hang on a second. Yeah, okay. First one starts with a P. Second okay, so different is people. a B. Okay, no different person then. Okay. okay. <laughs> Although that sounds like a possible unrelated pair. It means I could have four. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that is, mate. So I knew it was a good idea having you on the podcast. <laughs> right. Anywho, so what other animals you're gonna do? You're going to do a Chris. You're going to do a Chris. Ah, oh, I thought you were going to do a Chris Newman. Then obviously take we know what she does now. Take it back a little. Bit. Let's take it right back. Right. You know what? Yes, we will. We'll take you all the way back. All, all the way back. Mm-hmm. Can you tie your own shoelaces? And when did you learn? That's me. No. Yeah. How did you get into reptiles? All right, uh, that's a better question than my shoelaces. Um, <laughs> Ooh, is that a, you'll, is, you'll you'll get used to him. Emma, is, that a, <laughs> is that a sore subject? Shoelaces. No, I... Are you still using Velcro? <laughs> you. Are, you... Oh. Um, the pictures I'm looking at, mate. Emma doesn't need shoelaces. Uh, they're yeah. buckled up at the ankle. <laughs> I know I know exactly what pictures you're looking at. <laughs> to, to be honest, if it's not buckled up to the knee, I'm not interested. Mike said it as his wallpaper. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you found that you found the special album then. <laughs> yeah, that's the uh that's the one that I put over in that side. <laughs> hang on, hang on. Is there a password for this album? Yeah, Hush, you won't get it, mate, honestly. Oh. You've got to, uh, you've got to know binomial names. It's a binomial name. <laughs> <laughs> That's just not fair. We'll come on to that in a little while. Oh um, God! Okay. But, uh, okay. So, so yeah, obviously you've got I, I, yeah, your I, dream job now, but obviously yeah. it took a long way to get there. Um, yeah, it did. It oh. did a lot of work. Ooh. Okay. What? Fine. I'll put, I'll put the phone away. Carry on. You found it then as well. <laughs> Hoss, um, put your phone on mute now, mate, please. We don't want to be hearing that in the background. 
<laughs> We're gonna have everybody really curious now. What the hell's going on? Um, How are right, you doing? <laughs> the reptiles and um, so actually, uh, I was when I was younger, I was mad into dinosaurs. I mean, I still am, but I want to be a paleontologist. Yeah. Um, so obviously, they're quite closely related to reptiles and things like that. Um, so it was kind of just a, a side interest. It was never something I thought I'd actually have. Um, yeah, it was just I was fascinated it, by all these documentaries. Steve Irwin, of course, you know, all that kind of... I mean, yeah. I, I was animal mad anyway, but dinosaurs was the number one. And, of course, reptiles kind of came from that. Um, but I never actually wanted to be a zookeeper. It was, wasn't my dream job. I wanted what to was? be a paleontologist. Yeah. So... Um, you're not the first person to say that. We've had a lot of guests on that yeah. said, you know, their passion started for the love of of, of dinosaurs. Yeah. I, and, it, and it progressed from there. And I suppose, really, they are sort of like the nearest thing that you'll get to a to a dinosaur. Well, really. bird, birds are the nearest thing. Well, they, they are, but yeah, okay. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> from, from but, Jurassic Park, we're us growing up with Jurassic Park, you know, as, you know, I was Atlantic. five or six when Jurassic Park came out. And I saw that. You know that have that reptilian look, so it's it's what sticks in your mind, isn't it? Yeah. That's, so, that's you know, but most people they they think they want to be paleontologists and they just kind of grow out of it. I didn't, so I did my degree, I did zoology, and my masters I did evolutionary biology. Wow. Um, I've I've got a scientific paper out actually that's uh, do with pterosaurs. Um, yeah. So I was really full on on into it. Um, yeah. However, uh, some some things went kind of wrong during, uh, in my personal life during my masters, and I just kind of decided to quit education for a bit. Yeah. So I would have I would have had to go on and do a PhD, and there was one lined up and stuff for me. Um, but yeah, it just didn't really work out. I thought I'd get back to it, back to education, and I just never did. Once you start working full time, earning money, yeah, at home. And do you regret um, that at all, Emma? I, no, I I really yeah. don't because. Uh, so it was four years I was working in a pet shop um I was really enjoying that um I was in but it was I was doing things like nutritional courses and, and things but I I volunteered with the the Herpetological Society of Ireland and they do a lot of uh, science work and outreach and conservation um so it's very different from a lot of other societies um over here so they're very yeah. science-based that actually herpetology rather than herpetoculture um so i got involved with them and as a result i got involved in a lot of education outreach like going around doing all these talks and things like that um about reptiles um so not birthday parties but actually going to universities and uh, schools and everything like that and te teaching about the work that we were doing all this conservation work that we were doing um and which is which is I find that fascinating the conservation side of it I think it's amazing. I absolutely loved it. I fell in love with the education aspect. You know, and obviously I kept reptiles at home and things like that as well. And it was, you know, this job is perfect for me. You know, is at that point I kind of gave up on doing paleontology and just wanted to get into education. Yeah. So when I got offered this job, it was the most amazing thing ever. I've got the best best of both worlds: I've got education of reptiles, and then I actually get to paid to work with reptiles. Well, that was must have been yeah. quite a big thing because, like, moving from you know moving countries over from from Ireland over to over to in England, yeah, you know, leaving I mean, friends I, and family that must have been quite tough. 
it was but i always knew like even for paleontology lack of jobs in ireland for that kind of thing you know yeah i always <laughs> i always knew in the back of my head i'd have to move over to the uk so i've always accepted that obviously when the time came it was quite scary um and it's a big life lifestyle change and i'm still getting used to it three years later you know but i'm getting there you know i yeah. Did you find that moving from a different well, move, move, moving over to England um, was made easier because you was part of sort of like the reptile community and you knew people over here in in that community? Um, so, or did, did it feel like you were starting from scratch again? Yeah, so I, I knew a few people, but they're they're all so far away. Yeah, you know, so it didn't really help that much. Um, I'm quite isolated where I am. Uh, I live kind of in the middle of countryside. Um, and I, I live actually at the zoo as well, so it's quite isolated. And it's quite hard to when you move over and you don't know anybody. It's quite hard to to go out and make new friends, yeah. you know. So you know, because what can you do really? You've got to sign up for hobbies and stuff. So I've been going to a load of shows and I, I do all these lectures elsewhere and stuff like that. So and that's really helped a lot. But still, everybody's quite far away, you know. Yeah. And then you yeah. and then you end up meeting people like Hoss, who just doesn't. Just wants to be more than friends, and it's just oh, <laughs> come on, this is ridiculous. Not being 2020, Hoss. <laughs> look, 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 I'm not a sex pest. Leave it uh, out. I'm fine. Do you have another name for it, dear? Yes, it's called. Uh, <laughs> it's called human biology. Oh, okay. Uh -huh, uh -huh. He's not yeah, so uh, bad uh, nowadays. He used to be a right sex pest, though, didn't he? It, 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 it wasn't. It wasn't. I wasn't pesty about it. I was quite blunt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Honest about it. Yeah. yeah, but it's when they said no, you become a pest. Ah, uh, yeah. Mm. Wasn't it? No, it has become very, yeah, very, very firm. <laughs> I said no. I said no twice, and that was it. Who's at my window? Well, it's, it's quite funny. <laughs> we was at the Hilton Hotel. Danny said no. I got the rope out. Danny said no again. <laughs> then I got the axe out. <laughs> and then I just kept my mouth shut. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways, know. back back. Can we please stop trying to tarnish my already bad? Every time you pipe up, Hoss. I need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Emma, you were saying that you did keep reptiles. What was the first reptile that you got? Um. So the oh the first one. Uh. Oh, it's a bit of a sad story actually. Um. Uh, my first one I got. Uh, it was a surprise present for my 18th birthday. My mom got me a, uh, blue-tailed skink. Not tongue, it's tail. Oh, a blue tail. So, yeah. yeah, so it was a very slender little, there's a long tail, bright blue tail, amazing. Mm -hmm. um, now, she had told me I'd never have reptiles as long as I lived under her roof, so it was quite a surprise for me that she got me this lizard. Yeah. Um, however, the pet shop uh, said, oh, you know, it was, so it was a big setup kit, you know, everything you'd need for your first reptile. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't. Yeah. And I, there was a little tiny booklet that came with it just and it's mentioned something about uvb light so i went back to the pet shop and said this this hasn't come with the uvb light it says in this book brought the little book that they gave you know in other words they should have provided that mm -hmm. yeah. they told me oh no that the heat bulb uh the heat bulb has that it gives yeah. up uv you know yeah but i had read in this book that some lights do give off uv so mm -hmm. i leave them yeah now yeah. you know i didn't know any better i did my research they told me you know you it's kind like, of trust it's, it's lack of knowledge as well isn't it because i think sometimes yeah. they might have done that innocently because there's certain yeah. heat bulbs that produce uva yeah but, exactly but we yeah. want uvb so if the book's yeah. saying oh you need to give them uv if they don't do your homework and do your research then you obviously 
you, well, you're killing your animal and not even realising it. Yeah, um, but the, the book said UVB, and I went back to them and told them, and they said, oh, no, it, that the bulb has it. You know, so, you know, I I, I tried. And you watched, and you I, watched oh, it absolutely. And yeah. You know, and I'm, I'm gutted, and, yeah, I've, I went to, I was away in Egypt for two weeks. I saw loads of wild ones as well. It was amazing. Um, came back, and, yeah, he'd barely eaten any of his food. I had somebody minding him. Um, yeah, and that was the first sign that he was quite sick. Brought, uh, I was in, uh, a friend then said, suggested this guy that was really knowledgeable on reptiles. He knew instantly as soon as I brought the enclosure in, so, you know, that was it was metabolic bone disease, unfortunately. And it had to be put down. And yeah. I was gutted. I was gutted. I had it for nine months. Um, but yeah, he, this guy then turned out to be uh, Thomas McElleron. He was amazing. He told me, oh, you know, leopard gecko would be better, you know, all this kind of thing. So my 90th birthday, my mom got me a leopard gecko. So I kind of count I kind of count her as my first yeah. my first one, really. Um, I've, I still have her today, actually. So she's she's 14 years old right now yeah yeah i've had her since a little baby and That's got another one as well who's who's 13 and a half do you know what it is a shame and we say time and time again do your research before yeah. you buy your animals and and yeah. but when you're given that information from someone in a reptile oh, shop you that's selling them. it you trust you them think the these guys, yeah, they, they yeah I, I read the book yeah you know, especially, they didn't at have seven, it. especially at 18. i think yeah i, think I, I read the book yeah i think and, as well and, Sorry, carry on. Yeah, no, I, 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 that's I, I yeah. still have that hatred to this day. Like I read that book and went back to them, you know, and of course I believe them when they they told me. Yeah, I was there yeah. ready to spend money and get a new like a, this bulb. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. and I I think Mike were quite lucky because the pet shops in our area now are pretty good. I knew we had the one up the beggar's bush, which was uh, questionable to whether it should have mm. existed or not. You know, it was shite, mate. That's oh, what it was, mate. It was, yeah. Um, well, it was absolutely <laughs> disgusting. Yeah, but I think I think all the others that we've got around at that point and now, they're they're all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, probably, they are. They are. They are yeah, they're not probably completely up to date with modern husbandry as it is yeah. providing forty eight different light bulbs and seventeen different types of um, substrate in your you know in your tank or mm. whatever. But um, but their their basic knowledge is pretty good, and it's somewhat, it's a good starting point. So there's um, so much changing; it's changing so quickly nowadays. We're learning more and more every year. You know, think, products are getting better every year. That yeah, you know, it's hard to keep up on top of it. You need to keep on researching. Hundred percent. So you know, and that, that, that is the good. Say, I've been keeping it this way for the last thirty years, and it's worked. And it's like, well, that's fine if it works, but actually, you know, we should be striving for better. Yeah. You know, we should just be striving for the best for that animal. I mean, you look at zoos like hundred years ago. You know, they were they were feed, feeding elephants uh, hot cross buns and stuff like yeah, that. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. What was that? Was it well, Jumbo I, or something? That, that yeah, it, famous it, it, elephant. I, I remember. Yeah. I remember my mom taking me to feed the horses and and yeah. taking you know like sugar cubes down yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Well, it, it comes back to your old man yeah. feeding the dog dog steak cooked in butter. He won't eat anything else. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes we give animals food that probably isn't good for them, but they bloody love it. You know, my daughter, yeah. my daughter, you know, she won't eat a dinner, but she'll bloody eat a donut. Yeah, 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 I mean? yeah absolutely. It, you can't, not... she can't grow up eating donuts all her no, life. She'll end up like, like a dad. Yep, exactly. <laughs> but but, but it, what is mad as well when it comes to husbandry? Go back onto topic before I get abused even more. Um, <laughs> so. 
I definitely I get um, inspired and I look at other people's setups and I go right okay, I'm going to do this this and this and this yeah. Then, then I try it out, and I can see the benefits. Or sometimes I can think, well, you know, yeah. actually, that that little bit there, that's a load of bollocks. That is, I'm going to take that out. That's doing nothing for the animal. It's not, yeah. it, you know, perhaps it worked for the other keeper, but it's not working for me. And then we take yeah. a step back and we look at it and go, right, okay, well, why don't we do this? And then sometimes we have complete fanny fits, and we go, you know what, bollocks to all this. None of it's working. I'm going to go back to what I originally was doing. But oh. if we don't try and we don't, you know. Trial, trial different things out. Yeah. Then we're as, we're about as much use as that shit reptile shop that gave you the porpoise advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah. well, I've I've changed the way I keep reptiles so many times over the years. Like it's it's like that, at one point at one point that's a good but, thing. Yeah, at one point they were in vivariums. Then I I got a really contagious disease actually that was passed through them, and so I got a rack system. Then they all ended up in just in racks. It was supposed to be like, oh, it was really good for quarantine, really easy to ke- clean out. Now I was keeping them with substrates and like loads of like branches and leaves and stuff like that. That so wasn't just boring. Um, and now I've gone back to, you know, I've gone back to tanks again. You know. Yeah. It's yeah. you know all the UV lights now. The snakes have UV lights. Everything and you know my leopard geckos have UVB lights, and their colours are so much brighter. You know they're more yellow than they ever were before. You know it's. It's, it's amazing when you see those little changes, like you know. Yeah, it's yeah. mad. It's mad as well. I think sometimes we, as a keeper, change as well. Um, yeah. I remember a couple of years ago, I was like mad into bioactive natural enclosures. Mm. Everything, yeah. everything had to be bigger and better and bio and mm. this, that, and the other. And then all of a sudden, it was in the summer. I come down with mites like a bitch. Like, yeah. like honestly, I've never had an infestation. It just literally overnight, it just boom. Yeah. All the mites. And I would come home from work, I saw it, and I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't, I can't, predator mites ain't going to work quick enough. Like, because it literally, they just, it just boomed, this population come out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, right, okay, uh, back to basics, I know this works. I stripped all the enclosures out, mm-hmm. months and months and months of plant growth, all in the bin, gone, paper, add up. And I got rid of it, yeah. and, I, and I panicked, yeah. and because yeah. I, I knew that I, I I know how to get rid of and solve this problem, yeah. And I panicked. I probably should have gone. You know what? There are ways we can do this. You know, and yeah, I, yeah. I could have kept all that enrichment, and then I had to go in there and buy all new substrate and everything because obviously the mm. lights, this, that, and the other, and yeah, ah, oh, just reptiles, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it is hard work. You know, the, the, there was a time, you know, I used to tell people, oh, yeah, well, you know, leopard goats don't need UVB. You know, now I'm like, yeah, they don't need, they don't require it, but it's good for them. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's important yeah. to, It's important not to, like, I'm not going to pretend that I was perfect all, all the time. You know, it was like, we're always learning. Definitely. Okay, so you know, there's always things to learn. Different. A, big, a big part of why I wanted you to bring you on the show, and I'm going to bring this topic up n- talking as if i know what the bloody you was going on about um but at the was it the bts lectures yeah the british yeah. trans society annual lectures yeah, yeah. You, you spoke about something really intelligent and <laughs> you know what the schools are out teach us because oh, what the, what the hell was you going on about all right so um yeah i was my master's project for my master's in evolutionary biology um it was on aphids uh so what I was doing was genetic barcoding. What's, so, what's that? Genetically so, barcoding aphids. 
Yes. Why? Do, do, do you want to? Do you know what? I mean, do you want to take a stab at it? Like, guess what? Well, well, obvi- might be? well obviously, yeah. we're reptile and sure we know what that is. But for our guests, like, if you want to explain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm just trying to get a, like a, a basic. Is you, using using all their individual um, genetics and genes. Be... As, no, it's not. It's as when, a way it's to when... tell them apart. No, it's when these little no. bugs have those QR codes on the backside and you scan them. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it, it is kind of going, kind of like that. Of you know, your product has a barcode on it. It's got like different different numbers that indicate what product it is. You know, so that when you you could just scan it into a computer system and. The product pops up so it's kind of like that with with animals um so it, your dna is made up of um sequence like of letters yeah a lot of them uh, so there's <laughs> no there's, not, there's only four oh, honestly so you've, so <laughs> you've got uh adenine thymine uh cytosine and guanine so a t g and c so yeah. four letters now the human uh, genome has three billion of these. Oh, that's what I meant when I said there's a lot. Of right, them. right, yeah. So it's made <laughs> up of like, yeah. So how how it the sequence that it goes in, you know, all these letters, you know, so it's got three billion of these, and it's quite time consuming to even get that, and very expensive to to get a whole genome. The idea of barcoding is to find a certain sequence um, in an animal that is fast evolving. You don't want a slow evolving one because then other animals are going to have this, that are related to it might have the same one. But if you get a fast evolving one, you might have two species uh, very closely related um, that you can tell apart just from this small little sequence of maybe about 630 of those letters. Oh, wow. So that's uh, that's what we were doing. So, um, yeah, I, I extracted DNA from aphids, um, got, uh, got this little tiny sequence, uh, CO1 from the mitochondria DNA. I try, to, try not to go into it too much. Emma, you know, no, no, Emma, and, 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 yeah. and I think for, 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 for a layman, for, for the layman like me, obviously yeah. you're extracting the DNA. I take it you get that from from blood. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. actually, yeah, mashed up the, the aphid body. Actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, okay, because it's so small. You, you, but then you, you but could then, just say it from just a, a blood sequence, or you know, trying yeah. to get just from a leg. Things and like then that. what? What? And then what would you? What? How would you look at that DNA from that minute little bit of yeah, blood so, um, or, or aphid part? So when I extract it, then I have to send it. Uh, I make sure it's good quality DNA as well. There's other processes to make sure it's good quality. I send it off to a lab that does all the sequencing. Okay. So they actually then send me back basically a file with like 630 of these letters. Um, and and, that, and 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 they just use a machine that will just give them that. I I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they do on their end. Yeah, all but I know it, is what I get amazing. back. Yeah, I give them the DNA. They do something with it, and they get all these letters and send me back this this sequence of letters. Yeah. Okay. Then I use a program to that opens up all of them that I've received back, and I basically have to align them all. So sometimes there might be a little gap that they've missed where you know might be a blank letter they couldn't quite figure it out and apparently um, you just put some frog dna into that little yeah <laughs> and then you make a dinosaur and then we have dinosaurs oh. yes. perfect yes um so i have to i have to line it make sure that the um that they all match up kind of thing where and then i put them through another program that tells me how closely uh, they matched uh, so the idea is that 
those that match were the same species and the ones that don't are different species. So just oh. through, uh, they yeah, they've started off at the same species and then have just started to divide as part of evolution. Okay, yeah, so. yeah. So so the the less changes there are, the closer related they are. Okay. So that's so this, why we use that's the... why we use that's why we use a fast evolving gene because it should change quite rapidly. Yeah. Really serious question because I fully listened okay. to everything then and understood everything. So does this this mean we can actually make dinosaurs now? Uh, no. No, you haven't understood anything, what's have you? Heard? Make Godzilla though, right? What's, what's the fucking Godzilla. point? Godzilla! 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 That's as basic as I can try to make it, but the, the problem is there is some there will be minor changes between individuals of the same species so if one of us has blue eyes for example and one of us has brown eyes different then, DNA. yeah but it might be like a letter or two so it's not it's not to say that there is one barcode that fits every one of a species you know so there's going to be minute changes but you expect maybe about five percent change kind of thing is what we work on okay. Okay. so say for um, instance we wanted so to the look, idea sorry. Oh, shut up. It's fine. <laughs> so, so the idea of where this is going to come in handy then is there's um, a website that you can upload all these sequences on once you've identified the species. Um, and the idea is that we can go around and then say we get a species that we don't know what it is. So yeah. this is what I was using with aphids. They're ridiculously hard to identify. Um, and I was basically, my project was proving that, you know, barcoding actually helps to identify them. Um, so what I do is I actually compare the sequence to all these ones that have been uploaded into this, this website and yeah. see if somebody else has identified it and uploaded something and it's like, oh, look, it matches there. It's a cl close match. You know, therefore, that's my species that I've got that I couldn't identify, but actually somebody else has identified it and put it up. Okay. So, so that's you, it. Do you have any experience of doing this with lizards or snakes? Uh, I have not, no, but this is what I was talking about at the at the, le the BTS lectures the other weekend, um, was the applications. So other people have done it with uh, tarantulas and other people have done it with, um, I don't know, sailfin dragons, for example, uh, snail parasites. So you know, it can, it has been done, but my, my future aim is to start doing it with a lot of lot of our animals and just even just getting the information up there so that somebody else could use it in the future for some sort of project or you know because we'll... it'd be amazing because obviously mike well, well all, th all three of us keep carpet pythons and everyone goes mm -hmm. you go to doncaster and they go oh yeah man i got this uh, pure pure uh you know jungle yeah. carpet python i can't well, know and they're all jamaican of course <laughs> yeah <laughs> When you talk for, yeah, well, why do you put on accents? <laughs> I just. So you're saying for localities? It's entertainment, mate. It's entertainment. Oh yeah. It's, it's purely to entertain myself, to be honest. Um, so yeah, hypothetically, you could use it for for so localities. We, we like could that. we You'd could send it. me out to Australia because I'd be the most trusted person. Um, Oh, I don't think they'd send you out to Australia. I think they'd be using you as a subject. Like, you're probably the only Neanderthal we've got. And looking at your gene pool, seeing if it would progress into humans. <laughs> right, well, I was talking about the three of us, to be honest. Right. So um, they send me out uh -huh. to, to Australia, and I go find yeah. all the different carpet pythons. Yeah, and all the different I follow them around until they shed, or I, I don't know, take a saliva Sorry. sample, or what, whatever I need to do. Yeah. And then I bring all that information back. Yeah. Someone 
puts it into sequences, numbers, and you yeah. know, alphabetic spaghetti soup, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then we then do it with our captive ones, and then you'll be able to go, Danny, you're talking shit. That's not a jungle carpet python. That's a ball python. <laughs> yeah, in, in theory, that that would be some like there are there are royal python. Like that. Um, but yeah, the, it's certainly a possibility. Uh, that's what they did with uh, the sailfin dragons, actually. Uh, oh, actually, they did it with um, uh, green tree pythons as well. Oh, wow. I can send yeah, it on later because yeah. that can be quite tough with their but localities. They, they did it with, yeah, they did it with localities of those, and I think they identified some new ones or something. Mm-hmm. See, I so think that'd be brilliant, mm-hmm. especially with all the sort like of like some, the... species and stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. really that'd good. Nice. Yeah, that'd yeah. be nice. Well, it, that it, is quite interesting. The thing is, it can't, that it is can't... Uh, none of us know what we've got. Mm. But the problem no, with your guys is if they've been I, I do. like that, you'll never know. I yeah. know what I've got. Yeah, you've, you've, got, you've got syphilis, mate. <laughs> 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 syphilis of the mouth. <laughs> Oh, God, I myself. Right, <laughs> yeah, it, it needs to be done with morphology, though, as well. It, it can't just rely on it. You need somebody to be able to okay, identify so it as well. So it's syphilis yeah, yeah. of the mouth, heck, granite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It is amazing. It's, it's positive. Just, oh, God. It's a T positive. Um, <laughs> it's just amazing how, as reptile keepers, our hobby is literally, it could be as, here's a vivarium, a light bulb, a gecko or whatever and we can keep it as simple yeah. as that but we have the capabilities of growing so much more and looking into stuff like this and if you'd have told yeah. me like three four years ago i'm going to be talking on a podcast to someone about genetic barcoding i'd be like yeah fuck am i um whereas to be fair, I, did, I, I never knew i'd get into genetics at all I, I was very much on morphology i love taxonomy but i was very morphology based so I didn't think I'd ever go into genetics, and yet, yeah, here, here it's, I am. It's like, really interesting. You say that, that morph- morphology is pretty indirect genetics. Say again? Morphology is indirect genetics. It's yeah. It's the same route. Yeah, yeah. But I just didn't understand genetics, and then I was, yeah, I ended up with some really and Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm mad into it now. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I find it, find it really fascinating. You can find new species. So there's a, there was one that, uh, a skipper butterfly in in, uh, in America, mm-hmm. and they thought there was they thought there was ten different localities, but they did the, the genetic barcode, and it turns out that there were actually ten different species. Oh wow! Totally. And they, they, they just thought the differences were locality based. Yeah. Um, one of the recent ones that's been done actually is uh, I don't know. If, do you know much about tarantulas? Um, no. I, I know I, that I've, 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 let's just let's just I've, say no. I've okay. held I've held one. <laughs> Once. Um, the, so la- last year, I think it was um, one of the most popular ones has changed names. It's caused uproar amongst a lot of keepers because they don't understand the taxonomy side of things. So it was called Brachypelma smithy. It was your yeah. Mexican red leg, and yeah. it's changed names. I, I know to, about to... this. I know about this. I've heard this. Yeah, so they, they changed it to Brachypelma hammeri. Loads of people are, oh, Spithy's a better name. You know, why do they have to go change it? It didn't need changing. Uh, and it's, you know, frankly, this is a problem with a lot of hobbyists that don't understand, you know, yeah. the, the science side of things. They did gen- the, the genetic barcoding. They found out, you know, there's, okay, there's something funny going on here. And they, they looked at the morphology and they realized that it didn't match up with the original description. 
the, the paper, like they went back to the paper that described the species originally and it didn't match up. So they actually found out that actually it matched up with the different species that was named. Oh, so wow. they, they found out that, yeah, what we were calling Smithy actually matched up with Hammerai that had been described years ago, which is why they kept that name. Yeah, there was, there was something about... Yeah. Um... I went to the West Midlands Herpetological. Then they had to re-describe. They did re-describe a smithy then. So, yeah. So but had... based on morphology. So it works hand in hand, the genetics and the morphology. You still need to do both. Yeah, that's crazy. There's something else I heard recently mm. about that. So I went to a West Midlands Herpetological mate, and they yeah. have someone from the Manchester Museum doing a talk there, yeah. Andrew. And yeah. basically there was a, a frog that we've had in the hobby that we all thought mm-hmm. was this frog. Um, mm-hmm. And then he went out and discovered this new species... Yeah. Um, which was you know, a very, very similar-looking frog, but it was a new species, and he was all yeah. excited that he found this new species, brought it back, and then he was looking at old old contexts and papers, this, that, and the other. Yeah. Then he'd realised that the species that we previously <gasps> had in captivities was the new yeah. species, and the, one oh that he, and the one that he found was actually the one that, that was described <gasps> in, like, 1920-something. Oh oh and my God. it was just, like, Mad. massive egg on the entire hobby. Yeah, like yeah. We, we fucked up from the from the start. Um, oh my god, amazing! And it was just like it unraveled, and you can imagine the uh, the chaos that would have caused amongst yeah. amongst people. But that I love about science, though it's forever, it's ever changing. You know, we yeah, don't know we're everything. Learning. And it's, we're learning. Yeah, more. exactly. So. You know, so I, I love that. I'm I'm always open to learning new things as well. You know. Definitely, which is why we still have my feature each week because eventually I will pronounce <laughs> totally. something right. Yep. You will. And, and as and soon as you do that about new snakes. Yeah. And as soon as he does that, Danny, we're gonna change the feature. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Just something even I, I, I do think binomial names are quite important though, you know. I think a lot of like oh you're a bit oh you're you're snobbish if you try and use them. You you know the funny I thing. I think I think yeah. it's so important. You know the I funny think, thing uh, is I, I can spell them, not a problem. Yeah. And I can write them down and remember them. And you can say, um, I don't know, whatever species is, and I can go, oh, that's da, 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 da. I can't pronounce yeah. it, but I can write it down for you. <laughs> I, I, it's, I'm, it's, I'm the same. Oh. I go, I'm going to take you up on that challenge. I've gone to reptile lectures and everybody pronounces them differently. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. You know, yeah. you know we're, we're, we're trying. But, different species. I know, like, tarantulas, it's, it's quite important to know... The, yeah, most the of them don't have common names. Scientific you know? names. Um, if, if a robin over here is very different to a robin over in America. Yeah, absolutely right. Totally, you yeah. know, so you know, I, and also I think it's a bit like we're using English names. It's like, well, why should we use like the common name? You know, most people are like, oh, why don't we use a corn snake? It's a common name. It's like, well, that's in English. Yeah. You know, what about elsewhere in the world? It's. Yeah, and especially, you know. like you say, when you start travelling around the world yeah. looking for different species and you're saying, oh, it's the whatever you're saying it is. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we, we haven't got one of them snakes. Yeah, we, we, go, we oh, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, what what one do they use? But So I always use both anyway because, yes, people understand, like, you know, I'm teaching my students, they're going to understand when I say, oh, you've missed a faeces in, in with the corn snakes over there, you know. They're going to understand that a lot easier. Yeah, um, I, I well, would look. I, I would, but unfortunately, um, yeah. When I can't, when I po- can't when I post- remember them for some reason, they just yeah. Won't when I eat. post up, <laughs> when I post up on on Facebook and things, I try to use both. Yeah, you know as well. So, kind of get 
Because the more you see it as well, I mean, there's species I end up, like people just put up the, the binomial name, I've got to look it up. Yeah, yeah, it depends, yeah, it depends yeah put the, both yeah. up. That yeah. makes a big, big difference. So there's, there's a lot of species that I know the binomial name for, but they're ones that I've got interest in, if that makes sense. But yeah, if it's yeah, like exactly, some yeah. random, you know, some rat snake that Danny's going to get hard on over, I don't yeah. know what it is. You know <sighs> I mean? I'm not interested in it. Um, but if it's mainly a python um, exactly, or, or a monitor, yeah. I'm, I'm all over it normally. Yeah, um, yeah. Well, you you know they're called Morelia. That's about it, Hoss. So or, 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 or Python. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I can remember oh, them a lot easier when I know the common name. The, well, in in oh. English, if I know the common name, I can I can remember it a little bit better. Then, um, and of course, repeated, repeat, seen it repeatedly, you, you do end up picking it up. But none of us know the common name for dinosaurs. We all know the binomial names. I I am going to. <laughs> Because print we're... off the, the by, trinomial names of my carpet pythons and stick them on the tank just so I get to see them what as is? I'm looking at it. And I think then it'll just sort of like sink in a little bit better. Yeah, yeah, it, it will, it will. The, the more you're exposed to it. I mean, at the end of the day, like everybody goes, oh, it's so hard to learn them. It's like, well, you had no problem learning the name of Tyrannosaurus rex. Yeah. What's the common name for a Tyrannosaurus rex? T-Rex? <laughs> um, is that it? That's a bit shit, yeah. really, isn't it? But, but you see, like if you're if you're exposed to it, you know you don't find there's no difference, is it? Yeah, it's yeah, just because we're so not. used to using an English common name, you mm. know. It's we just get used to it. Yeah, if we, if we I'm, all, I'm all for using options. I'm all for using both, you know, because it helps mm. people learn it a bit better. You know, I'm not going to just use a binomial name and expect them to know and look. Oh, go look it up. It's like no, I'll use both so it's help them. But continued exposure, but I just don't like the attitude of, you know, oh, you're snobbish if you use that. You know, um, like, I think I'm a, I'm a scientist at the end of the day. Yeah, that's why I use it. Yeah, and I get that, but you yeah. absolutely hit the nail on the head. Let's help people by using yeah. both. Some exactly, people, yeah. some people out there will only use the scientific name yeah. just to bamboozle other people and try and make themselves well, sound clever. There are, yeah, there are a lot of people who who are like that. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll always use both because I'm I'm yeah. mad in education, so I understand. You know, sometimes you need to break these things down. Absolutely. Well, it's, it's why we do my feature, isn't it? You know what I mean? One, it's you get to laugh yeah. at me on a regular basis, which you obviously all bloody enjoy. <laughs> um, but it's also, you know, we're yeah. learning, and you then go buy the book because you want to know what the hell Hoss going to fuck up next, and you learn it yourself. You get to visualise yeah, yeah. it with the picture. You know, there's a reason why we do it. It isn't just so, because yeah, Mike and Danny's crawl. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're laughing at you, but at the same time, you know, it's it's not... In a mean way. It, perhaps, you, <laughs> know, you know, you know, it'd be really fun oh. if, if really I, I'm that committed to the podcast that I make it all up, and I'm actually really good at it. Who'd have thought? I Harry? just, I, yeah. I just love how much credit Emma gives us. It is so mean. <laughs> it is like yeah. we're we're it's... absolute bullies to each other, all of us. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> anyways, we are one hour and fourteen minutes into this podcast. Are you conscious? I'm not. Oh, I'm. I'm conscious at the time I've got to get up in the morning. And mm-hmm, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. It is about that, Because uh, to be fair, you of all people need your beauty sleep, don't you? I, I do. I do. Um, but it's been absolutely amazing having you on. I knew as soon as you agreed to come onto the show that you'd be a uh, rabbiting on 
and uh, <laughs> doing yourself justice. It's been it's been really interesting. Um, it's really interesting. Can do you know what? Can I just say it's lovely to have a woman on the show. We we keep on saying you know we want more women on the show. You know some absolutely super keepers, breeders, scientists, the teachers out there, um, and and we are always saying come on, come on the show because you know you've 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 got to. You know, you'll put us men to shame, as you know. <laughs> but uh... right, so before we, um, we're not going to boot you off into oblivion because you're a lady. Uh, so we're going to uh, kindly hang up. Boot you um, off into the next county. <laughs> that's, that's plenty. Um, <laughs> before we kick off, right, thanks for coming on. It's been great. Um, so you just want to quickly go through the details of where you do work and where people can get in touch with you if they have any further questions. Oh God, yeah. Uh... If you want them to. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah, they can. They can. Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm just. just yeah, I don't, I don't think it's. I mean, you can you can apply to join the college that she. Yeah, that's a bit awkward, but um, they can contact me on uh, my Instagram page, uh, which is zookeeper underscore Emma. Yeah. So do you uh, do you, do you follow Phelps Photography X? <laughs> X. 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 What's it's the X? Key, it's a kiss. <laughs> it's yeah, there's actually a story behind that. X. When I actually set it up, I spelt Phelps photography wrong, and the only oh, way right. I could rearrange it, it was by putting an X at the end of it. Oh, uh, I do actually. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. And do you follow the Brummy Wildling? I do. Yeah. But do you follow Danny the Rascal? Uh. No. Danny the Rascal. Yeah, I'll, I'll change that now. Dan, Danny so the Rascal. He's a rascal indeed. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay, I'll change so that now. Following. <laughs> one last thing. Um, me, yeah. me, me, Mike and Danny have spoke about this before and we've never done it. And I thought, you mm-hmm. know what, sod it. So, if you could recommend or force or um, sign anyone up to come on this podcast and talk to us three Muppets, who would it be? Bearing in mind, this is a legally binding contract right now, and they have to do it. Oh, oh. Um, oh. Uh, do you know what? Another Irish person, one of my best mates, Holly Ennis. Holly he Ennis. is He is hilarious to chat to, yeah. And what, He's and, just... what, and what does he keep? What does he do? Uh, he's he's a reptile keeper as well. He keeps loads of tarantulas. Um, so another podcast actually he he does is um, the Critter Cave. I think it is. And his, yeah. I know his Facebook page is the Critter Cave. Let me just double check that that's the name of his or the Critter Shed. I should say sorry, Critter Shed. Critter Cave. That's your boyfriend, isn't he? Uh, let me. Uh, double- the Creatures Cave. Is the, the, cr- the Critter Shed. Sorry, the Critter Shed. Yeah, the Critter Shed is the podcast he does. He's also got a Facebook page. He is an absolute legend. Um, he works in Trinity College, um, and he does a lot of... Um, I think he's got a honorary zoology degree with them. Mm-hmm. Um, he keeps lots of reptiles and inverts, particularly tarantulas. Um, he works with the Herpetologist Society of Ireland as well, so he, he goes out and he looks for lizards and frogs and amphibians and stuff um, in, in Ireland. Uh, he's... Cool. He's done quite a lot. So recently in Ireland, one of the things that happened was um, in our lo- in the local area that I was from and he is from. They the 
the council had basically destroyed some wetlands in a park. Yeah. Um, and he had basically recorded that there had been frogs there, the common frog, uh, which is protected in Ireland. Um, and as a result, he managed to basically make them have to start it all up again. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So because they destroyed it and he was yeah. able to prove, because he had done the, the, the surveys, and he was able to prove that actually you just, just destroyed that. Um, yeah, so they've done quite they've done quite a bit of that, actually. Um, there was another place that done it as well, and yeah, the, the council had what come out. Fantastic guy! Do you know yeah, what? We need more people like that. Amazing, like conservation work, but in yeah. in Ireland, you know, I've done a lot of conservation work around the world, you know, but yeah. the fact that he's done it actually in Ireland is just amazing, wow. amazing work. So it's amazing. You know, so yeah. I definitely think definitely think you should try and get him on. His stuff. He's, he's hilarious at that too. So anyway, you've, you've yeah, definitely you definitely sold him to us. So Excellent. if he says no, then you have to buy each of us a pint at Doncaster. Oh, if he's no. boring, if he's boring, I swear that's it. Oh, he's. he's I'm kicking him off. I'm kicking him off, and I'm finding you. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, if you to be honest, you won't need to find her because she'll be the one slummed up the bar drunk. From what I've heard, yeah. anyway. Yeah, I'll be passed out and everything. Right yeah. So that is about it for this week on Reptile and Chill. Thank you, Emma, for coming in. And everyone who's listened, thank you for joining us again. It's been a joy and a pleasure, Emma. Indeed. Yeah. So if you want to help yeah. support our podcast as usual, head on over to reptileandchill.com. Look at our hoodies and T-shirts for sale. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at the handle of Reptile and Chill. And if you want to get involved in our community, you can go onto Facebook, type in Reptile and Chill Community Group, and join up. At the moment... This is the 22nd of March, and coronavirus is rife. But it's not locked down, and Christ knows what's going to happen by the time this podcast gets out. So if you are on lockdown or whatever the situation is, just keep yourself safe, abide by what the government is telling you to do, and just you know help each other out as much as we can. Um, yeah, I, can, I, can I just say, sorry, Haas, but can I just say as well, kids are off school at the moment, okay? They might be feeling a little bit worried Let's not worry too much about getting all their schoolwork done. We can teach them so many different things away from school, whether it's life skills, whether it's, you know, the natural history, get them out in the garden, get them looking at bugs in the garden, get them, you know, get a camera, just take some pictures. You can do so much in your garden, yeah, or in your house um, to educate them. Forget the curriculum because that's all been put on hold at the moment. Try and find things that they're going to enjoy doing. It's going to relax them because they're going to be worried as well. And also it can be educational to them. So mm-hmm. that's my advice. Definitely. And um, other, things, other things that you can do, you know, in our community group, put your ideas down. I really enjoy cooking, so I want to put in loads of that stuff up. Um I'm also still trying to lose weight because I'm fat. Um, so that probably isn't going to help. But, you know, again, use the community group to your leisure. Be, be, be safe. Do what you need to do. And most importantly, just remember, we love you. We love you. We, we do. We love you and, so much. And Emma. Yeah. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love bye. you. Bye. Thank you so much for having me on. I'm no, so glad you invited me. Thank you. Thank you, know you for what? coming. Absolute pleasure. I think that's the first guest with no hesitation. Love you. Female, mate. Yeah, yes. like folks. It's, yeah, must be. Like oh, my loving. 
so much I could have said, and I just oh, do you know what? Time to talk about all. We, 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 I know there's all the conservation stuff that you've done that we can talk about, so so we can definitely Con- do yeah, conservation, show. travel around the world, animal training, reptile training. Yeah, yeah. See. yeah. See, it, you know definitely what? Definitely do it's, reptile training. That'll be an interesting one to talk about in future. Is the reptile it's training? It's not about cramming it all in, is it? Yeah, exactly. We've those are things we can talk about. Nice one, anyway. So yeah, yeah, I had great fun today. That was this is my this is my first podcast I've ever done. You know, I've. Really? Right. Anyways, 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 it's, it's time to go now. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>